Welcome to the good life. Welcome to the good life. The wait is over. Welcome to the good life. And after all the talk, all I gotta say is Welcome to the good life. You're welcome. Hello and welcome back to the Point of Difference podcast or otherwise known as the Pod Pod. I'm your host, coach of the Terrace Crew, Matt Ricks. Round 11 is in behind us. We look forward to a big round 12 with Origin on the horizon, round 13 just around the corner and all that that all important by planning about to come to fruition. We've got a really big show tonight. Uh, we're going to go through all the relevant team list information, a bit of an update on our Queenstown bet. Uh, we've got... Who Would You Rather, our ever-popular segment, uh, a bit of captain and trade chat, and uh, and here to do it all with me as per usual, we've got coach of the Casabonitas, 2014 third-place overall finisher, and creeping his way up the rankings after a good week, Danny Boy Ricks. Dan, welcome back to the pod pod. Yeah, thanks, Matty. Uh, finally, a decent week. I'm happy. I think I've gone above par, well above par with an 1179, uh, and it's shot me well up the rankings. I'm now at uh, 3,393, uh, so just uh, coming coming into my, my own. I think the story of the week for me was rather than my buys, my, my buys and trades this week were went okay. I brought in Dylan Brown, who was a little bit disappointing, but still 50s for no real attacking stats. Uh, and I got Peoples, who's gone now, but I don't. I'm not too worried about that. But did well to hold Penasini and Katoni uh, Stags. So centre wing had a big round, and um, yeah, looking forward to some some variants coming up with the buy rounds. Yeah, that's a, it's a good point you made. I I would love to have held Penasini through. I had to get rid of him very reluctantly a couple of weeks ago. But um, yeah, he, that had been the game we'd been waiting for him to see. A uh, couple of attacking stats, big ninety seven, and uh, well done to owners who held. Also joining us tonight, uh, probably suffice to say, he had a bit of a weekend on the other end of the spectrum. Nonetheless, he's still here tonight, pumped for a big show. Coach of Tubes' pods, Tubes. Tubes, welcome back to the Pod Pod. Yeah, g'day, Matt. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm a little bit flat this evening coming <laughs> in. I'm, I wasn't looking forward You're to right. it, but I'm looking forward to... Uh, having a bit of head-to-head chat as I move away from my overall uh, <laughs> contesting of the season and, and really start focusing on those head-to-head leagues for the rest of the year. What went, what went wrong, Tubes, on the weekend and what, what did you score? I think it was a sense of what, what went right. Uh, captained Cody, that obviously didn't work out very well for me with the Souths, uh, Souths weekend. Uh, I played, obviously. You can never help yourself with Cody, can you? Oh, I mean, it wasn't too bad. The Dubbo Sunday afternoon playing against the Raiders. It was, he was, it was, uh, I mean, it was a bit rocks or diamonds and it came up <laughs> rocks. Um, and yeah, played Lolo. Uh, none of, didn't really have any of the yeah. ones that scored well. Ended up with a 930. Um, so yeah, suffice to say it was a poor week Ooh. and I've tumbled back down Jeez. the rankings that I'd that I'd clawed up over the past few weeks, so I'm think I'm in the the fifteen thousands again now. Tubes, I was glad to see that your man Tane Milne. I'm, I mean, you know, I really felt for you when you brought him in and he, he got that low score, and then you've dropped him and he's gone a century. I, I was glad to see you, and he got eight points on the weekend. So, 
you know, anyone yeah. that brought him in, I do feel bad for. But uh, I was I was really riding a low score for you there, Tube. So. Yeah, I mean, and you're talking about holding people like Panasini, but it's certainly when you've max traded all year, you've had plenty of people coming in and out of your side. So there's plenty to be death riding. Tommy Gilbert, one of my early favourites that that went out of the team quickly, had a had a monster weekend. Tarpany didn't go that big score wise, but he's but he's been on a bit of a steamer. So it's nice watching those ones that you traded out earlier in the year because you know it's coming into form. We might have to have a get a bit of a segment later in the year of. Um... Tubes' pods who have left the pod, uh, starting to rack up quite a uh, infamous little team there. I think Tane Mill, yeah. like you mentioned. I mean, I wasn't too. I, I mean, apart from my team, my team didn't go well in terms of probably some previous trades. So a couple of weeks ago, I think I brought in Kolomatangi and and Tamalolo in the same week, and they they've just turned out disastrous trades. Um, but I'm not too unhappy with my trades from the weekend. I brought in uh, Nat Butcher went early on him. He looked yeah, nice. pretty solid, um, and and that was all I did uh, to try and save a trade coming into this week. Who, who uh, did and, you trade Butcher yeah. in for? Uh, I I upgraded him from a enough I'd, I'd carried since the start right. of the season, so it worked out pretty well. He has a buy round coverage, and and we're away. Very good, very good. Uh, I scored a ten eighty four on the weekend, which wasn't a bad score. Good enough to take me up uh, 39 places in the rankings to 84th overall. Uh, so good to be back in the top 100. I had a little look at the top 100 last year. Um, and it didn't end too well, but uh, hoping I can hang around there this year. I think team's in an okay spot. Still not super happy with it, but uh, very, very happy to be back in the top 100. Group code 732654. Still not too late to jump on into the group. Um, I'm winning that one. Bit of a shout out to Shine Bright. <laughs> Uh, he's he's moved up to 100, 105th overall and Mickey, second in Mickey the group. Diamond. Uh, well done. And a and another shout out to third place Scandy, who's also uh, having a bit of a renaissance of form. Uh, I think he's someone someone we might know, but I'll have to confirm that. What's uh, uh, but yeah, what's happened in, to the Rudy, What's happened to the Rudy Duties? Yeah, the Rudy Duties just had a couple of tough weeks. I saw in the uh, in with the champs guys. He's just had a just a couple of things didn't go his way, but I'm sure he'll bounce back. Yeah, it's uh, it just shows this game can it can build you up, but it can tear you down pretty bloody quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping I'm hoping that doesn't happen to me. But no, no it's uh, it's good to see so many of the of the uh, the pod pod listeners going well. And yeah, we're uh, I think overall we're 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 punching above our weight. So long may that continue. Um, Queenstown bet. So uh, Dan and I versus Tubes and the old man. Uh, betting for uh, playing for a few rounds of golf over in Queenstown. So best score from each team each week counts towards the total. And Dan, this was a this was a bit of a shellacking this week. One way traffic. Yeah, I feel that uh, Tubes and Tubes and Poppy Ricks really maybe even a double bogey this week. I think nine ninety one was the top score. I for think them. we wiped. You just wiped, wiped just pick, picked up and walked to the next, walked to round twelve. So, and I've <laughs> I've I've sunk a big putt for eagle with my eleven seventy nine. So, about time, absolute shellacking this week. Uh, and we, myself and Matt, lead by two hundred and twenty one points. So, coming to buy round, that's you know I don't see them catching us up too much. Uh, and I can't say I you know Tube saying he's done the way max trades. He might uh, might run out of them sooner rather than later through that buy period. 
I've got a few pods this week, though, to to bring us back. <laughs> of course you do. Um, yeah, at this rate, tubes, you won't even you won't just be paying; you'll be carrying the bags as well. What about Andrew King? Put him in the second. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Well, the juggler, the juggler's come out at Brookie. All right, let's dig right into team list for the week. Got a huge round coming up. Um, I don't know what you guys thought, but uh, this was I thought this was the, probably the most interesting TLT of the year so far. Lots of movers and shakers, lots of ins and outs, key trade targets have bit the dust. Um, and an obvious uh, buy of the round who we'll get to, no doubt, later on. Uh, the first game is Storm versus Manly. So for the Storm, Jerome Hughes is named to return. Harry Grant back to hooker. Cheese is benched. Uh, Tui Kamakamitha will start at prop. Uh, so big in in Hughes there for Melbourne. They really need him back to steer the ship. Uh, for Manly, Turbo gone for the season. Very disappointing for um, for NRL fans, Supercoach fans, and particularly those who bought him in two weeks ago. Um, he was robbed of a of an attacking stat on the weekend for his 72. But, yeah, I mean, bright side, it could have happened at the start of the game. So we'll take what we can get. Uh, Marty Tapao also out. Ruben Garrick replaces Turbo at fullback. And uh, blast from the past, I believe it's George Tafua will make a return on the wing. So Cam Munster better watch out. Didn't he, didn't he level Cam Munster one night at Brookie? Was that he? Was that George Tafua? I think it was. Yeah, big Jorge. I think it was him that, that leveled Munster. Him and Matt, I had that that reputation of just absolute and, and you know, absolutely belting people. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe they're trying to put him off his game with that selection because I don't think anything else is going to fear him much about George Tafua. I, I don't know how big George has been doing. I don't know how he's been doing in uh, anyway. New South Wales Cup, but we'll see. Yeah, anyway, it should, uh, I mean, it should still be a good game, but you'd have to fancy the, the storm in this one um, to get the job done. Uh, from a super coach perspective, not much doing at the storm. They don't play round 13. Dan, uh, from Manly, is there anyone you might be looking to bring in this week for the for the buy? Um, I know you'd stacked a few people had stacked their teams full of Manly backline previously. Yeah, we did talk about that, and that that kind of turned me off, and it's worked out really well for me not picking up Turbo, not picking up Burbo. Uh, so that's probably why my rank's gone up a bit, just making some some decent calls there. Uh, no one really this week for Manly stands out, particularly playing the Storm. You're not looking for any of those outside backs. Uh, and most people have Tui Pilotu and, and Cooler anyway now. So I think one that interests me is Olaquadu next week, not this week. I think he's got a high break even. He's low 600s now and, and most likely will drop to about maybe 570, 560K. And now the Turbo's out, we know they look for him a lot more at the line, so Cherry goes a lot more to that right side. So I think if you've got a bit of cash freeing up from dropping some dropping some guns like Turbo or maybe Teddy next week, he's he's probably a rock solid option to keep in your your back row for the rest of the year. Uh, and he plays next week. He'd definitely be a keeper buy. What about what about Garrick though? Like obviously Garrick's got that fullback status. So he could he can go straight in there for Turbo. He's six hundred and fifty K, ninety nine. Yeah, like obviously for people getting rid of Turbo, do you think it's it's just a week early still for Garrick? Yeah, well he's got that he's got that twenty score in his his rolling average, so I think his break even's quite high still, maybe around the sixty or seventy mark. So uh, it's a it's a hundred it's a hundred or something. Oh, a hundred, geez, yeah. So you know, six fifty k is too much for me. 
I'd, I'd playing probably, the storm. Yeah, I'd probably look to Garrick at maybe under 600, and that's what I kind of spruced last week. If he had a low round last week, he was definitely going to be under 600K for the buy round. Now Turbo's out, that's less appealing. I think Garrick will, would absolutely kill it with Turbo there for the season. So I'm going to avoid definitely this week uh, and most likely with a few other little cheapies at fullback spot coming in now, I'll probably look to miss Garrick next week as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not as worried about Garrick now. I think even between him and Joey Manu, I think I'd – even with the tough run, I still think I'd prefer Joey Manu uh, for round 13. Uh, Tubes, uh, anything – I'll just throw to you for this game. I don't really have anyone to throw to you, but was there anyone – you were you were thinking about for this game, pod wise or or other? I don't think so. I think it's quite become a bit more irrelevant. It was good to see Xavier Coates get a low score again on the weekend. Um, yeah, not great for people like myself that have brought in Munster two weeks ago and he's averaged forty since. Um, so it'd be nice to see a bounce back from him. Um, yeah, and and be nice to see Harry Grant play a full eighty minutes at hooker instead of playing a bit of halfback. Um, yep. But I don't think there's too much relevance if you don't own anyone that you're bringing anyone in from from this game this week. I know, Tubes, we were speaking before the Storm game on the weekend and you nearly went Harry Grant out, Robson in. Yeah. You, uh, you regretted well, Not that nearly. Too. I literally did the trade and hit confirm and it, and it must have just ticked over to oh, 2 p.m. or whatever. 5.30, 5.30, I think it was a 5.30 game, so... I literally locked me out as I hit confirm. Um, So I was a little bit disappointed, but I mean, it's probably was more, it was probably a bit of a rush of a blood trade uh, and we'll get to it. But obviously, obviously Jake Granville being named is, well, that's a good, I was just going to say tubes. That's a good segue. Good segue to our second game. Panthers, Cowboys out there at Penrith Friday night. Um, Tamalolo and Felt are out. Uh, for the Panther, uh, for the Cowboys, it looks like Tamalolo is only going to miss a week for owners, so I think he's a hold for round thirteen. Uh, Hammer is on the wing, Hesslock, and as you alluded to, their tubes, Jake Granville, very very importantly for Jeff, uh, for Jeff, Jeff Robson, Jesus, Reese Robson is named on the bench, so you'd have to expect him to take some minutes off Reese Robson, so uh, that probably puts a dent in his prospects for the week, tubes. Yeah, I think so, but I also I'd keep keep an eye on what happens with that. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, um, what is it, Connolly Lemmy Lemmy Liu or something like that came onto the bench. Lemmy Liu before before the start of the game. So I mean, Granville, I I, I can't see them changing how well Reese Robson's been going um, and and changing up that formula, but. Um, it'll be a wait and see, but certainly it does put the brakes on if anyone was thinking about still bringing him in this week before the buy round. Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't bring him in this week. I'd, I'd definitely want to see if Granville was going to get minutes. It's just, uh, I mean, I love Robson, but yeah, not for me this week. Uh, the Panthers, were I didn't mention, are unchanged again. Nothing super relevant, but there are some op, some kind of pot options, Dan, in there if you, can, if you want to go sniffing around. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. Obviously, Panthers are a good side. There's a, a few maybe broken guns that are there at the moment. I think James Fisher-Harris showed his consistency last year uh, and he was up around that 55, 60 points relatively easy. He's dropped off this year, um, got a try on the weekend with a decent score and he's going to make a little bit of cash. 
I think now with Pangai uh, not showing consistency in the front row, uh, you know Fisher-Harris is going to be there for the next next week's buy. He may be a bit of a purchase just to lock away at that front row forward. Uh, but not much else. A- Appy Coruscant, he would definitely need attacky stats in the next few uh, for for a decent score. I just don't think his base is there at the moment. But, you know, if you want to sort of go that pot option at hooker for your second second spot, then I don't don't mind it too much. Big watch on Big Bad Brian To'o, who scored a 29, I think, on the weekend. So he's going to plummet in value. Um, should be ripe for picking up post-buy. A um, little bit concerning that he's on the right wing, and that's, that's far below his general base output as well. Um, but, yeah, I think... It won't be too long till he gets back to his best and should drop to a nice pickup for a run home center wing. Broncos Titans is the third match. Broncos no changes. Adam Reynolds not named again, which means Ezra Mam holds the spot at halfback for the Titans. Brian Kelly comes in at center for Phil Sammy, who's out. Um, and interestingly, David Fafida is named in the reserves. Tubes, a name I want to throw up. Uh, he's he was my name on the sheet tonight. He hasn't really been mentioned anywhere, but as a fullback replacement, Jaden Campbell. Um, he's had back to back scores above sixty five, uh, and one in the seventies, I believe, uh, with over thirty in base, with a okayish draw. Now, is he um, is he a pod fullback that you could consider given his incredibly low ownership? I don't think I could. I don't think I'd be looking at bringing him in. I just. I mean, I know I get what you're saying. His base has been 34, 33 since he's returned. They've played the 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 Dragons and then the Sharks on the weekend. Um, both both. Yeah, I think he just relies. I know that 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 seems decent base, but I think he's going to rely on attacking stats uh, mostly. And he was, it's not like he's a goal kicker, and he the Titans just don't have that many attacking stats in them. Mm. Jared Wallace I, scored two tries on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I mean, I just, he, he loves a meaty. I don't. I don't think Jaden Campbell's base can get much higher. I think that's kind of his end range of it could get lower. His base base gets, but it could get lower. Uh, he's he's very slight as well, so his robustness to stay on the park is maybe something to consider as well. Obviously, coming off an MCL injury earlier in the year as well, so. He's not one for me to pick up. I'd like a bit more, a bit more sturdiness of that fullback position, particularly if you're looking to to drop a gun like Turbo or Teddy this week. Yeah, can, he also doesn't have I, dual stones. I know I just mentioned him, but can I put this to you, Jared Wallace? His last two games, obviously, he scored three tries, and that will not continue. But he's priced at a small three hundred and eighty-eight thousand. He's got a break-even of minus thirty-two. And since he's come back over the last two games, he has played 52 minutes and 46 minutes, which is double essentially what he was getting earlier in the year. So forgetting the tries, is he someone that you potentially could bring in this week, get a price rise of even if he just got 45, 45, you're getting a price rise of 90K to 100K over the next two weeks. You get him as a dot ball for the buy and then potentially look at trading him out um, after that buy round. <laughs> not not at all. Um, for me, not a try scorer. No, nah, three tries in two games. Uh, he loves the celebration. Uh, he doesn't he do one. anything. He has like 
he runs. For I like was just looking meters. at the stats then. Like his 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 base on the weekend for that many for his minutes, uh, 30, 30. 30. So that that concerns me greatly. Three eighty eight k. Like you're expecting him to go to what you know, maybe make a hundred k for you, and potentially could could get you two scores of thirty for the next two weeks. So. Uh, yeah, uh, he's, he's got he's got three he's got three tries and four line breaks. Yeah, in the last two weeks. So, so yeah, look, I've had a look at him. I've had a look at him, right. tubes. Definitely had a look at him, but he's he's not for me. Yeah, I won't be bringing him in uh, either. I don't think, but I think it. I mean, there's there is an option there for if someone has the trades uh, and is is desperately looking for some round thirteen buy coverage. One one guy who you brought onto my radar, Dan, and I'm still not really that keen, but Esan Masters is back in the NRL and doing some okay things out there at right center. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's probably going to base more than Jared Wallace is, so with with more potential to get some tries as well, and he's fifty eight thousand cheaper at three hundred thirty thousand, so. You know, the difficult thing I think is a lot of people have stacked their center wings now uh, with options that aren't really trade-outs. I know a lot of people are going Isaiah Tass this week to Karaz because no one else is really there to be dropped. If you do have someone in your center wing that can be punted uh, as or two, so you can get Karaz and someone like Masters, that's when I'd be looking to bring him in. Just, just for me, I'm quite stacked there and don't really want to get rid of anyone, so it's hard for me to bring him in. Certainly, certainly an option. I they sometimes drop. They Holbrook sometimes drops those guys as well and yeah. mixes it mixes and matches. You know, Marju's not there. Uh, Sammy, you know, Kelly should be dropped from time to time, but maybe doesn't. So, yeah, a bit of a risk with his with his point uh, position I, there too. I just I haven't liked what I've seen from him for three years. He just doesn't look the same kind of. He really burst on the scene as like this power powerful center. Um, who could bust a lot of tackles, but we're just not seeing that. Um, so yeah, um, it'll be a swerve for me there. But he's, you know, get him on the radar for for the people at home. Um, who else we got in this game? Ezra Mam. It's his. He's not on the. He's not on the bubble yet. Um, he had a big score last week, but obviously Reynolds on the horizon. He's not really an option at the moment. Maybe round seventeen. You'd have to wait and see what's going on. Uh, Tubes. Bo Furmore. He's an obvious hold for owners. Yeah, I think so. I mean, again, you could look at him as a trading target if you didn't own him as well in the center wing going? spot. Actually, I haven't actually been paying much attention. Doing all right. Just decent just, base on just the weekend. Get just the uh, what you were, what people would have brought him in for, like that steady yeah. Yeah, well. center wing, just doing his job, getting through the hard work. Nothing too flashy. Yeah. So he's got a good floor of about fifty. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think. I don't think you could go too wrong bringing him, bringing him I, big buy. I think probably have to mention in this game Selwyn Cobbo. I don't think he's a buy. Certainly he, doing very well for his owners that have kept the faith with 131 on the weekend. Apparently he's a doubt for the weekend. He didn't train today. But, yeah, well done to those who held on. It must have been a hard hold. Like you said, Dan, earlier in the episode, these decisions often come down to who you hold rather than who you buy. Yeah, I think there's a bit of panic around. Uh, sometimes trading out for the cash this this time of the year though it's it's not so much about you're not looking at break evens as much so you're kind of looking out looking for the points week in week out um i think cobbo being on the wing at what is he 550k 
he's he's probably too much at the moment. And then there's the risk yep. of he plays Origin as well, round seventeen. So, uh, yeah, he's he's not for me in terms of a buy. But geez, I haven't I've enjoyed watching him over the last couple of weeks. I didn't I didn't think he was that that big and strong. I thought he was a little bit a little bit lighter in the frame. No, he's very strong. He's absolutely you know just palming people off left, right, and center. So yeah, it's good, it's good to watch him go well as an NRL fan. And and then the final one to mention, our our old fave has been named in the reserves, David Fafida. So mm. obviously a wait and see, probably hope he plays off the bench on the weekend, gets another low well, score, doesn't make origin and and is below six hundred K to potentially look at an option for round thirteen. Yeah. yeah. I hope he does play. Uh it'll be interesting if he is yeah, what what price would you take him at? Say he comes off the bench this week, scores a low score. Or you know whatever score, what what price would interest you if he misses Origin? Anything? I just if I it would it wouldn't be so much his price, it would be his role. So if he came in and played eighty minutes, then like I'm not going to say must have, but you 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 pretty strongly consider him for round thirteen if he misses Origin. Like, yeah, right. you... I, I th- yeah, I'd get him at any price. I think if mm. if that's what he's looking at looking at doing. Well, if he gets sixty five on the weekend, he's below six hundred k. Yeah, and but if he gets like sixty minutes off the bench as well, so just say he misses the first twenty, then plays sixty, I think that's a pretty good sign as well. He's probably back to eighty the following week. Oh, regardless of the role, I think even if they ease him in for thirty minutes, um, and he gets a try or something, and he gets you know anything under six hundred k for David Fafita, I think he's particularly with that tough second row forward this year. It's it's really tough to find those set and forgets, and it's probably why a lot of people are looking at Madison this week still, even at you know, 711K. Yeah, and, and won't play 13 or maybe 17. Mm. Mm. Righto. Uh, Warriors-Knights, not not the most inspiring fixture, but here we go. Uh, Chanel Harris-DeVito is back, um, newly retired. He's going to retire at the end of the year for a year. Um, he's back at 5'8", pushing Dejan Arce to the reserves. Uh, Fanua Blake is out with a list frank injury. Poor bugger. Uh, Matt Lodge has left the club. Uh, that kind of just popped up out of nowhere last week. Uh, th- this, those those middles out means the Jazz is going to make his way up to the front row. Little Jazz, he's only knee high to a grasshopper, um, but he's going to be going to be pulling on the number ten jersey this week. Uh, Freddie Lussick starts at hooker uh, for the Knights. Brad Bradman Best is out with a. Ooh, did you see that one, Dan? The dislocated elbow. Yeah, it looked looked nice. Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't tickle. I wouldn't have thought. No, he's, he, he somehow always always gets those random injuries. Uh, best, such a such a, bit, a big body. He's a bit chalky. A, he's a bit chalky. I don't know. Maybe he's, he's, he's maybe those uh, those muscles are a bit too strong for his for his bones. I think he's mm. been on the gear as a as a youngster, and that's kind of uh, well, okay. Let, hey, come on, you might have to just revoke that. I don't want well, not, yeah. not. I think not, you mean he's 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 been on the protein, the creatine. Yeah, the that's protein. what I mean. From a I, yeah, from a no, from I'm, a young age, the gym gear, the gym gear. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's yeah, it's just poor poor guys. He's he, he is a. I really like him as an NRL player. I think he's just been so battered with injuries. Um, uh, yeah, it wasn't good to see. Yeah. Yeah. So Anari Tuala replaces him. Um, Jay Clifford is back in at halfback and Adam Clune is out. I actually don't mind them bringing Clifford back in now. I, I'm not much of a fan, but I think they could use him, um, especially if he's been given a bit of a rev. Uh, now, 
incredibly for how poor they're playing, the Warriors are uh, um, amazingly relevant this week and into for the buy for round 13. Uh, Dan, I'll start with you. We might ask this in who, who would you rather later, but who would you be prioritising as a buy this week between uh, you and Aitken and Tohu Harris? I mean, for me, neither. Harris is a high break even, still unsure what his, what his role is going to be. Uh, well, and the his role's going to be his role's going to be big minutes in the middle. Is going to be his role because they've got no middles. He's had two mm-hmm. games back now. He's third up. Uh, he should be ready yeah. for a big seventy-plus minute game. I think this week. Yeah. Uh, look at those prices. Like if I had to pick one of them this week, uh, I'd probably still go Tohu. Just think he's going to be basing consistently well above what Aiken does. Um, I, I don't really have any interest in Aiken. Saw what he sort of can pull out with a 40 on the weekend. Uh, I think he's going to rely fo- on those 40. the 40 in the center wing? Yeah. Yeah, nah, I wouldn't be <laughs> wouldn't be buying him. Uh, but, you know, anyone who's held him, it's it's really good that you've got him for that buy round. You know, an 80-minute back rower, possible tries. So I, I just, he's just not a buy for me. Yeah, I think he is a bit of a buy option, but. I've got him, so I don't need to worry about it. But I, yeah, I, he's just a lock away for his centre wing for the year. So, I mean, I've got him in second row at the moment, but I'll hopefully be able to get him down there at some point. Tubes, do you think uh, Vilea has held his spot? Is he someone that you could feasibly bring? I know we haven't mentioned Karaz yet, but um, Karaz, Jacob Karaz from the Dogs, is is Vilea someone that you could conceivably drop for Karaz if you were pushed? Oh, I drop for Karaz. Like Surely that's not much of an option for many people. Um, no, I didn't think so. I mean, it, he plays 13 as Look, well. I, I write I write the script on this show, so it's a it's a big decision for me who I drop. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, his break-even's <laughs> nine. He's just scored his best score of the season in a 60 on the weekend. I know it came with two tries, but it's, I mean, he's certainly not a first option. He might be your only option, Matt, but I don't think he's too many people's options to sell for Karaz this week. I wouldn't be buying Vaela this week, though, either, um, if 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 you were buying Karaz and him. Um, I don't think he's necessarily a bring-in, but if, you, if you've held him, I think, well done. He's scored some points. He's finally going to make a little bit of money and you, and you keep him for 13, and he looks yeah. like he's going to hold his spot till then. Um, one of the boys in the group chat said he thinks he's he scored two tries, but he still thinks he's allergic to base. Um, yeah, he's got sixty with two tries. It's not not great. Um, but yeah, like you said, take the price rises. I I don't want to sell him. Like I'd rather him just get him through to thirteen. But um, I still got a sneaking suspicion he might get dropped this week. That's that's where I'm at. So I can make that call though. Uh, I think I think if he does get dropped, you can sell him this week. Hmm. I'm. I realise I'm talking to myself here, but um, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure someone out there it might be relevant do you, too. Do you so think... I reckon there's not one person. In fact, let us know. I'll 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 come up with some type of prize. I'll send you a case of beer if there's anyone considering that this was an option before uh, before this round to sell Vaela for Caraz for this weekend. Mm-mm. I don't know. I I see it as a bit of a move. Definitely, like Vaela getting twelve points in round thirteen. Um, that's that's what I'm sort of looking at. Yeah. And worst case scenario, I don't have it, fortunately, so I don't have to make that decision. Just on, you think he might get dropped, Matt? Do you think uh, yeah. Arcee might might come nah, in? Nah, Jet, 
Nah, Jesse Arthurs is there in the reserves. Um, mm. They're trying to re-sign him at the moment because he's on loan from Broncos yeah. um, over there. So he's in the reserves. Arcee's in the reserves and Rocco Berry's in the reserves as well. So they're all kind of queuing up behind him. Mm. I think if Arcee was going to have the spot, um, Brownie would have named him there. There's no real reason to name Valea, drop Arcee to the reserves, then bring him back in. So... Yeah, I, I've got a feeling he might be dropped. But the good news is you can make, wait and make that call because Bulldogs don't play until the second last game. Um, yeah. So you just got to keep an eye on that as, as the weekend kind of plays out. Dan, um, the other guys from the Knights, Reese Walsh and, and SJ. SJ looking back to a bit of his best with a try and a couple of attacking stats on the weekend in the 93, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I throw a lot of darts, as Tubes usually says, but I, I spruiked him up a bit last pod. So I was happy to see him go on a bit of a – Bit of a run last week, 96 points, uh, going to generate a fair bit of cash now over the next couple of weeks. And and the SJ of old was a super coach gun, so maybe maybe he's just got a couple of good games in him to, to get us through the buy rounds. I didn't pick him up. Uh, I probably will look to not pick him up again this week, but certainly wouldn't be a bad option. It, it is a bit of a pod move to pick him up. Um, the yeah, other one in that team... Uh, Reese Walsh, I sort of spooked up a bit. He got a, a reasonable fifty. Still going to make a little bit of cash. Hey, there is hey, that. So hang on, hang on. So Reese Walsh gets a reasonable fifty, but you and Aiken gets a terrible forty. Forty-one <laughs> at forty-one at a hundred k more. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. I I, I did think maybe I'm going to have a look at re re look at uh, at Aiken, but anyway, we move on. <laughs> Uh, Reese Boy Walsh, there is that little bit of an origin cloud has been, been spooked. He may, may be making it, but I can't see it happening. So 489K for a fullback replacement for the buy round, um, fullback replacement for Turbo. Uh, I think he's still a decent decent pickup. I'd be picking him up over Jaden Campbell. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be trading Teddy to him though, would you? I don't know. Teddy's got a really tough break even this week. 120, but he can hit it even against the Sharks. So yeah. I want to play him, and I'm probably going to risk losing cash on him just in case he he goes well. Um, can I just just to did you see so Adam Fanua Blake's out this week, and he uh, there's there was a bit of chat from NRL physio that he could be out long term, like three plus months. Yeah, if, if it's the uh, Liz Frank, Liz Frank yeah. injury, Dan. Yeah, um, Liz, Liz Franks are the worst. Um, really is it, what unstable. Is it? What is it for my own benefit? And I just like saying, oh, he's got a list Frank. It's no, that's no good list Frank. Yeah, but super I got no terms like the middle part of your foot, the midfoot sort of ligaments that hold all those little bones together, kind of a really important weight-bearing ligament. So it creates a lot of instability in your foot and they're very painful to get over. Often they require surgery and then there's a long long rehab with that as well. So even minor ones can be really, really sore. Obviously, he's a he's a big boy with a lot of weight. So, putting a lot of weight in those feet, it's uh, it's not a nice one to have, and it certainly puts him in doubt for his minutes and output for the rest of the year, even if he is playing. Yeah, well, that that just brings um, Tohu into more consideration for me. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if in a week or two, Tohu's playing eighty minutes in the middle. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be in most people's teams next week. I think he'll probably be the purchase of round thirteen. And then mm. the and then the other one that I wanted to mention, which I think you said 
He's short in stature, big in super coach base, is Jazz Tavanga. Um, so he's now moved to prop. But again, they don't have that many options. So you've got to be thinking that he's uh, going to hold down some big minutes now moving forward. Uh, on the weekend, yeah, what do you get he on the followed weekend? up. Uh, I think he played 56 minutes. Let me just – I 52. had it up there. 52, 52 minutes for 61. Yeah. Pretty good. And and pretty much in base. Um, so, again, plays that. And so he's a hooker, second row forward dual. Um, I think he's he's potentially an option. I, I, I wouldn't mind looking at both him and Harris in before the buy if That's I was – It's a bit expensive for me. If I was an overall uh, – if I was an overall player. Yeah, I don't see him as like a premium option and he's – He's too much for that middle to make make a fair bit of cade, uh, cash. I think he five twenty five is probably around his price. So if you if you flushed or you des- you do need those those round thirteen numbers, if you're flush with trades, he's he's a definite purchase. Just for I think Matt said it a few weeks back. It's a little bit boring, but uh, he's going to get you those sort of fifty to sixty points. Conceptually, like it it still holds true, right? Now I like. I try to do this with just about all of my trades. Probably I'd make one or two trades at fullback. Like I bought turbo in for 900, but you still like the price of these guys you're bringing in. You have to, you know, you have to be expecting that you're buying value. So jazz is 525 K, which is about a 59 average price. So you've got to ask yourself, is jazz going to average 59 or can he at least go on a run where he's going to average 59? At least, sorry, at least 59. You probably want him to be averaging more like 65 for that kind of price. So you always want to be buying value and that needs to be at the forefront um, of your purchasing decision-making. Mm. So just going back to you and Aiken there, where's the value? <laughs> hey, where's the value? Yeah, all right. Uh, I think I think, uh, I think, I think Ewan can average that. I think Ewan can average a 62. Um. E, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll cop that. Probably. Mm. You're right. What is he? Five fifty k. Yeah. Too many relevant slash too many relevant and boring people on the Warriors team. I think I've had yeah. enough of that chat. I think let's, probably let's just let's one on for a, one for a warning. People might be looking at is uh, Jack Murchie two eighty seven k played eighty minutes the last two rounds. I think he's named to start at lock this week. He'll start on the edge. They so him and him and Harris swap. Yeah, they got Elisa Katoa on the bench. I haven't, I'm, I'm unfortunately been a bit busy and haven't been able to watch a lot of the game. So I'm, yep. I'm not sure what he's looked like or what he's done. I'm just looking at the stats and showing 80 minutes the last two games. Can that, will that change drastically? Unsure. Um, mm. Depends on uh, their bench structure, but maybe not. But minus it four is a decent, BE. It, yeah, it is a decent price. He's a decent price that could be value. Say he averages 50. I, I'd uh, rather another look this week. Like it's too yeah, and too close. Just, I'd rather you you'd want to be buying him on the buy week. I'd rather pay another fifty grand for him. Yeah, and he's an edge back role. Curran comes back does affect his minutes, yeah. whereas Curran's it won't back. affect Tohu and Tavanga's minutes. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was saying. There's a bit of a warning on him. He might look look like a bit of a package, but uh, trap. I think yeah, it might be a bit trappish. Just on that, jo- uh, Josh Curran apparently is due back for the buy. So well done if you held him through. Um, but probably won't be a buyer next week. But but yeah, 
interesting. And it just just with a warning around these Warriors buys, it's tricky to bring them in this week, I think. Uh, all right, that's quite a game. We'll just, I'm just going to finish that out with Dave Clemmer getting it done again um, and keeping on him for round 14. And the MILF. Uh, <laughs> How do you do on the weekend, MILF? What do you he, get? So did, he got get 40, did he get 43? He was on 43 at half time, and yeah. I think he finished on 44. Or 42. Yeah. <laughs> he did look He did look good that first half, but I didn't see him for the rest of the game. So He looked Jeez, sloppy. Geez, I was so stiff, the Knights. And mm. that, that Shepherd was just a joke. And yeah. Gagai yeah. was unlucky too not to have a try. Yeah. I mean, um, I was very anyway. happy that it was caught a try, um, being a Stags owner. But, uh, but yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Try. Yeah, that's right. I was annoyed about that as well. Mm. Completely yeah, forgot about huge, that. Would have been huge because he, he needed a score. He def- desperately yeah. needed a score. So what do you get for that, a line break and a try assist? Yeah, a few tackle breaks. All right, um, Souths versus Tigers. Harme Sele is named at lock. Uh, Jai Arrow to the second row. Um, Officer Peoples is dropped to the reserves after an uh, underwhelming performance. Uh, he gave away a fair few penalties and made a few mistakes. So um, he's out of the team. Uh, Cam Murray is named in the reserves. So he's back early from injury. If he can get through some fitness tests later this week, huge boost for Souths. They look a bit lost without him. Uh, for the Tigers, Dane Laurie is back at fullback, which pushes Stafford Toa to the centres. The Peach is out of the side. Um, Brooks is back at 5'8", which pushes Madden out of the side. Tigers getting a few back on deck, which is good. Souths were terrible, and I just don't think they're a very good side tubes. Um, you would have watched this one pretty closely on the weekend. Yeah, Captain Cody. My, I'm stacked with Souths players, Campbell Graham. Um, obviously, Colin Matungi, uh, I'm watching it pretty closely and they yeah. just look, they just followed up their second half performance the week before with the Warriors and put in that, that for over 80 minutes on the weekend. They they don't look, they go forward isn't looking any good and their cohesion is is, is just horrible. It's like, um, it's like Cody and Ilias are just playing two completely separate games. Like neither, like Ilias, you can't say he's playing badly. But he's mm. just not. They're not playing well together as a as a halves pairing, and it's and yeah. I, it's I can't. I don't know what they got to do to turn it around, but it's it's not looking like it's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, I think um, those South guys that you own, you just hold though. They've still got yeah. Tigers this week, then Titans and Dragons after the buy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So they, they look. They, Keep captaining Cody. Yeah, Captain Cody, yeah, just stick it on. Uh, Cookie scored well, got a nice try and some some attacking stats in there, tackle breaks and stuff. Um, yeah, hopefully I could really use Cody going big this week, um, leading to the bye. There's nothing really. Neither of these teams play around 13. There's no purchasing options, so we might just we might just skip on to the next game, uh, which is the Sharks and Roosters, where there are some relevant talking points. Will Kennedy comes back for the Sharks, replacing Lockie Miller, who was absolutely stellar on debut, scored a wonderful try. He drops to the reserves. Uh, Sifa Talakai is importantly named at left centre. Um, he went down with a look to be some sort of ankle injury last week, um, but it looks to be settled down pretty quick, and he's he's in the team, uh, and I'll be holding. Uh, Nat Butcher retains the edge spot with Tupanua on the bench, um, and... 
uh, Finucane remains out also for Cronulla. Um, Cam McInnes gets that lock spot. Who Dan? We didn't touch on Cam McInnes last week, but he's he's quickly becoming um, pretty relevant. Yeah, I think when Finucane was there, I wasn't that interested. Um, I think Fitzgibbon's shown that he doesn't want him to play hooker really, so he's just nah. going to be a back rower. So, and I think his minutes are. Um, it's probably he, he a fi- bit they were better. down a bit on the weekend. He had fifty, and that's mm. the least amount of minutes he's played in the last. Um, since round four, um, but yeah, he still he had his best score of the year on the weekend um, with sixty eight. Mm. So, did he get any attacking stats or anything? He like that, got right? he got ten in evasive stats. So he maybe did he get a line break? Maybe he got a line break, or because he wouldn't he wouldn't get that in tackle busts. But um, yeah, I mean he's 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 priced at that sort of fifty fifty nine points a bit like Jazz is. Yeah. Same as Jazz, Hooker, second row forward. Um, so, you know, head-to-head, he's not playing oh, round good, 13. Good who, good who would you rather? <clears throat> well, it's pretty simple, I think. Jazz is playing round 13. Minutes are, minutes are not there. He's, you know, I think his big his pedigree was playing close to 80 minutes, at least yeah. 70 minutes back from St. George, uh, where he would go into Hooker and just, just bust tackles yeah. out. So I don't really have an interest in him. Uh, playing the current role that he has. Yeah, that's a good um, shout. I agree with you. Just a current, uh, just to talk about Talakai, he's got one of those lateral ligament sprains, which is playable on even if it hasn't fully recovered. Uh, right. So I think he'll be fine to play. Uh, I, I just really think uh, Wade Graham, I didn't see the game, unfortunately, but Wade Graham playing around him has really hindered his Yeah, his I think you're right. His, his, mm. his base is still there. That that type of injury, Dan, will have will it impact his performance at all, or like does he get it needled, or what? What's the go? Well, it's 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 just like they tape it up. I don't think they'll needle it. Even sometimes they're not even that painful if you you get the swelling out and the yep. the effusion. And and if he hasn't sort of you know done it too badly, as long I think he'll be absolutely fine. Uh, so okay. don't I, I maybe just a slight touch of pace off, perhaps. Um, yeah, maybe his lateral lateral manoeuvring is not as good, but I don't think it's going to hinder it as too much. Just um, just so, on Talakai, I mean, just yeah. just on him, I'm pretty firmly in the hold camp. If you own him, he's got that dual status now. He's pretty much a keeper in the center wing. Um, he's going to play yeah. around 17. I just like he's going to drop cash, and that that's going to hurt owners, particularly those who bought at top dollar. I just don't know why you'd bother. us. There's, there's got to be other problems in your team, and he and we know he's got a ceiling. So you, he's the exact type of guy you want to have in your team. Yeah, there'll be a lot of people still salty about pop buying him at a top dollar, and now he hasn't performed. But as you said, like round seventeen, just slot him down to your centre wing, and he's and he's there. And I I can still if he if he's playing eighty minutes at centre, I still see him averaging uh, seventy to seventy five. Yeah, the attacking year. sets will come. Like they'll come back. He's had two wet games in a row. Um, yeah, which so don't, strong don't, hold. Suit, don't don't suit those silky hands. Stronghold yeah. for me. It's good to see Break Brayley on the weekend get a get a bit of attacking stats and go to his ninety one again. Just with the buyers, he's not a not a not a buy at all at the moment. Is it, the interest is in the the Roosters back row. Nat Butcher, I think, is definite buy if you can work it around your team this week. Angus is just a wait. I think he's still got a decent break even. So if he doesn't get named for Origin, 
I think he'll be straight straight into my side next week. Say so bringing him and Tohu in will be will be gold for that second row forward position. Just as well for the listeners, if they're not unaware, you get three trades next week for round thirteen um, without having to use a boost. So if you use a boost, you can make four trades, um, which was something that I only found out a couple of weeks ago. But um, that will be very useful next week. Um, Tubes, Joey Manu. Is he someone's on your round thirteen radar? And if so, could you bring him in this week? Yeah, I think if he's on your radar, definitely look at bringing him in this week. If you're doing turbo, um, if you've got the trades, if you can do a boost, I'm I've got to bring in Karaz, uh, and with Lolo out for the week, I've got to sort something out in my front row or second row. So potentially, I've got other problems. But um, yep. yeah, I mean. Manu's an option. He's a potential keeper and he's probably going to play fullback next week. Uh, and so, yeah, certainly could go um, early on him. I, I did want to just mention what Lockie Miller is he's, he's a bit like version two of James Tedesco. I know he's not named this week, but geez, he looked like, you know, that he had that good low center of gravity and good balance about him. Like he could make a tackle break and sort of just bounce off people and keep going. Uh, I was actually very impressed with him. So it'd be interesting to see what his role is moving it's forward and whether or not he becomes relevant. It's a shame though that like it looks like the type of the type of um play you've kind of described there, where else could he play but fullback? Yeah, no, no like can't. So and Kennedy's been unbelievable for the Sharks. So I think Fitzgibbon said it after the game, like he'd be a brave man to drop Will Kennedy. <laughs> like but yeah. um yeah, good problem to have, but he looked he certainly looked good on on debut. And then I mean, just to flow on from that, Tedesco, I'd be holding him. 120, I know is his break even, and I know he plays origin, but even against the Panthers on the weekend, he just looked to get involved. And that try he scored, like I don't even know how he stayed on his feet. It was like he was vertical on the ground, like still running to to take that ball and score that try. Um he's like he just must have such good core like hip strength, but he just stays up somehow. Uh, so, yeah, I think he's a season-long hold still, like, you know, with Turbo, with turbo gone. gone. Like, yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm, I'm on the other side of that. We spoke about it last week in, in depth, but Rooster's run now is horrific. Um, and Teddy playing Origin, you know, he's not going to get rested, I don't think. Uh, but he could. He potentially could, and their run is really tough. At 750k, I like I'm even I'm just want to hold him this week and I'll probably drop him, look to drop him next week. Pretty much, guaranteed. yeah. I was planning to drop him, but Turbo being out for the season has thrown a spanner in that, so I'm I'm gonna have to hold him this week and then, yeah, same as you, Dan, make a call next week. I'm I looking forward to, to, I'm looking forward to being the smug one coming in, Dan, and saying, Oh, I held him, and you just got to hold players sometimes, <laughs> it all works out. So. Can't wait for round 15 to do that to you. Yep. Ooh. All right. Shots yep. wide. And that's that's uh, two big scores against what Panthers and Storm or something like that. So, or yeah. Storm and, yeah. yeah. Storm and they, play, they do. They play the Panthers again. So, uh, all right. We've got to move on. Bulldogs and Dragons, not much of a game, but very, very relevant. So, um, Karaz is on the wing. He holds his spot for the third game on the bubble. Uh, TPJ has been benched um, and surprisingly Max King named on an edge. So what that means, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Cody Ramsey 
had a had a great game early season spruik by Dan I think uh, big score in the nineties for the Dragons on the weekend he retains that fullback slot and probably will moving forward um, new cult hero Mickey Molo retains his spot on the bench after a try in a, on debut Tubes are you uh, are you still a Max King owner never King? was. Never was right. couldn't get couldn't get on board with that nickname couldn't get him in the side, um, <laughs> to my detriment obviously uh, like many of my calls. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ming Ming's been a bit up and down. Ming's like. yeah. Uh, obviously, you're holding him now for the buy. See what happens. But um, with uh, Fatilla Mariner back as well, and then TPJ on the yeah. bench, I don't think he's going to be an 80 minute you bench wouldn't back think rower. So. You wouldn't. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. The Cody Ramsey, I think you mentioned. I mean, he looked good, didn't he? I don't know if he's just a wet tracker, but he had gas on the weekend. Like how far he just looked so fast getting around, and which added a bit to their attack, which would look was good for Lomax. Obviously, scored Might two tries, a, but um, brought a bit to them. But might be a I first mean, up, must be might be a first up wet tracker. Yeah, first up wet tracker. See how he goes. He might have a you know a bit of a regression this week, but he's what. Um, in the 200Ks, so if he holds that fullback spot, you've got to imagine he's going to make money. I just I just don't know if you could ever trust playing him. I feel like he's going to be the ultimate rocks or diamonds, could get 15 or, or 90 like he did on the weekend. But I, he's worth watching over the next few rounds. That's for I sure. think if he stays at fullback, you could definitely buy him and play him. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I kind of disagree, I think. Uh, I'd like to get the stats on... The fullback scores against the Warriors. Uh, I think most of them have gone absolute berserk. Uh, I think he's going to not be a good player against most of the good sides. Like I, I'd be very, <clears throat> very worried to play him against any good side. Uh, so obviously it's a low sample size, but I, I would be very worried that he'd have way more rocks than diamonds. Yeah, right. Okay. I'll, I'll hold off. He's certainly not a buy this week anyway, given they don't play 13. Um, can, have an, can have another bit of a look at him. Um, now, the man we need to talk about, because he might be the most purchased player all season. Um, so far this week, 16,000 teams have bought him in. It's young gun Jason Karaz. Uh, he comes into this game with a two-game average of 71, having scored 85 on the weekend. Uh, I actually haven't seen him play yet. I've missed both his games. But from all reports, he's getting through a lot of work. Um, question is, who do you drop for him, Dan? We uh, we said that, that most guys have got their center wing stacked and a um, couple of options being mooted are Tass or Vilea. Um, who, who are you looking to drop to bring him in? My personal predicament is... Drop Tass, which I don't really want to do. I think he'll, he's still a chance for that round 17, still a low price and will make you 40, 50K if he gets on the field once. Yep. Or Teddy. And that feels really Oof. bad. That feels yeah. really bad. It basically would mean I would I would actually If you had a boost, it'd be eno- right. Yeah, I'd, I'd upgrade enough actually in the second row to someone like Madison. So yep. it'd kind of be like replacing Teddy with Madison and getting the cash at Karaz. I don't like it that much. I'd rather maybe, because Teddy could go 120, and that kind of negates a, round, a buy round score anyway. So um, I, I'll probably look to drop Tass for Karaz. Tubes, what about yourself? Uh, I mean, 
I've got to get rid of Turbo. So I know that it's probably be good to spend that money, but Turbo with Jules, someone back to fullback, and I'll use that to get Karaz and then upgrade elsewhere next week. So you make it, um, and so are you only going to make the one trade? Nah, I'm probably going to look at another trade because um, I've got Lolo uh, sitting on my front row forward, so I've got to do something to manoeuvre that around because he's right. out for the week. Unless and, and I will that, an AE. Will that be in the head-to-head context, like a Clemmer or someone like that? Yeah, I might. I'll, I'm, we'll, I'm, I'll be looking at doing a VC early in the round with someone and see mm. how they go. If if it's worth looping, then I can loop low, low and don't have to worry about it. But if not, I'll see how we go. I always found that in Supercoach. It was the most demoralizing thing is when you have to make trades, force trades due to injury. Uh, you know, there's just nothing else you can do about it, particularly to those guns. And then you're kind of then writhing because you miss out on some of the guys that you might have been looking at um, but couldn't get because of those injuries. So, yeah. yeah. I'll cop the AE. If I can VC, I'll VC um, Munster or um, Harry on that Thursday night game. And if either yep. of them got over 100, then I'll just cop the AE um, to save the trade. But if not, I'm going to get rid of Tuolagi. Move well, Tuolagi. Uh, yeah, I know. But, you know, it's more just saving trades, whether or not I want to do it right. now or, or later on. Um, so, yeah, I don't, there's not really anyone that's that appetizer, but I would definitely, if, if I didn't have to do turbo, I'd be looking at selling a center wing or even, you know, with so many jewels now, if you've got Targo and Talakai and Burbo and all these people that you can move around, like even getting rid of a second row forward, um, to bring in uh, Karaz is just a yeah. must-have. Yeah. yeah. Any way you can bring him in, uh, I think you've you've just got to bring him in this week. All no my jewels are stuck up in the second row. I can't <laughs> get him down to center wing. The um, one from last week, Max King starting again. He's gone to the edge. Uh, yeah, I we, still... we, already, we already spoke about him. Uh, what I wanted to talk about was ask you to would would you play him in the 17 no no okay i'm a firm no good yeah good chat, good chat. <laughs> um all right last game of the round maddie Raiders, Raiders eels down there in canberra should be pretty cool down there sunday arvo um savage named it fullback xavier savage cnk out for six weeks I, I thought he was only out for one to two i think it's only one to two weeks Jamal Fogarty is back at halfback, pushing Snyder to the bench. Tough old couple of weeks for Snyder owners. Uh, IPAP is named at lock in a bit of a blow, but we'll see how we go. Maddo is benched, um, same as he was last week on teams. Xavier Savage, if Nickel Klockstadt is only out for one to two weeks. Is Can it I too, just, I'll, is it just, too just to cut across that, Matt, yeah. just to give our listeners an update. As of this afternoon, Clockstad is expected to miss six weeks after scans revealed a high hamstring injury. Wow. Expected to return round 18 to 19. Woof. All right. Yeah, I was up to date with my research there. I was ju- I was just actually confirming that as as Chief right. said. Yeah, right. I'd read a couple yeah. of articles saying one or two and I hadn't updated, so apologies. Yeah. Well done. Big, big, uh, That's big, big interest in Savage. Huge interest in Savage. Uh, I think it's still... You could wait a week uh, against Parramatta this week, and and he's a definite buy in that fullback position. I think for for next weekend, going to make hopefully make some big cash if he's in there for four or five rounds. 
So his BE this week is about 17. 16, um, yeah. 16. So yeah. 214K. Who are they playing? Parramatta. Tough fixture. Mm. Um, if he goes 50 again, he gets up to about 250, 260. So that's still a purchasable price and he'll have 250s in his rolling average. Uh, so big cash gains and a fullback for the buy round 13. Uh, he'll, he's a he's a big buy option next week for me. Well, I'm going to have to decide if I want to get him this week for turbo. You could. What do I do? Definitely. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the other one coming 84. Yeah, Should but telling us what to do. I need help. Do that's, some research. Yeah, that's going to keep me. That's going to keep me up, even though I'm so bloody tired. That's going to keep me up at night, whether yeah. Xavier Savage this week or not. Mm, I would able. hold. My advice would be to hold off. Well, I can move. I can move like a. Even if I just push like a, a Suwali down to fullback for the week and then I can reassess next week if I want to, you know, bring in Joey Manu or a different yeah. fullback replacement. Yeah. So if yeah. And, and if we were talking about anyone but your specific team, uh, I would look at Savage is the definite option uh, for next week and have a look at how he goes over the weekend and, and, and he's a definite option for round I suppose 13 as a target. Because you'd rather pay that premium, make sure he plays round 13. And because he's going to be value no matter what, if he's if he's playing, you know, if he's holding. Oh, up and and play. you don't know that you don't know that um, Sebastian Chris is on the bench. What happens if Rapina starts at fullback? And yeah, that's a good point. Uh, they put Chris the, at, still, and, on and the wing, the and then Savage ends yeah. up fullback. Um, and this is the last game. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. So for see, the listeners we, we out there, don't, don't buy him we, this week. Wait we solved it. Matt Matto will be a popular purchase. It's seven hundred plus. This week, uh, Jesus looks good. He looks very good. Uh, I watched a bit of him play. I watched that second half on the weekend and just he couldn't stop offloading. Oh. So he bust that first tackle, offloads galore. Uh, big, they look to go to him all the time as well. So very you know interesting it, now. You know what it is? And I, I only read this today, but I, I've realized Matto really loves a dollar. Remember when he left Tigers because he got a better offer elsewhere and he left Roosters? Mm. He's on. He's off contract. He's yeah. playing for a contract, so he's really fired he's up. Fighting, he's fighting for a sandwich. <laughs> he's a hungry <laughs> young fighter. Yeah, um, Matto's a. I think Matto, if he keeps up just his like real life form, he's a must for Super Coach for the for the back end of the year. So it's just be, about when and how you get him in, in. Break even in the low forties, seven eleven, seven hundred eleven k. Yeah, geez, it's it's a tough one. It's just tricky for... because he could play Origin. Like I read an article today about you know saying he's ready. He's never been more ready for Origin. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, but it is difficult to say. Oh, we'll just wait to see what happens next week because he'll be he potentially could be seven fifty k then. So yeah, but he doesn't. So he plays this week and then he misses thirteen and then he'll play fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, then miss seventeen. So he'll miss two out of the the following five games. Well, if he makes origin. So if you wait and he doesn't make origin, I mean, then then there's a predicament of someone else goes down in those second row forwards for the origin sides and then he gets called up. So yeah. it's a really tough decision on Matto. Like I, for my own personal predicament, I'd be looking to um, drop someone like uh, Isaiah Yo, who I know is going to get reduced minutes and he's going to play those. He's not going to play the origin round. So it's tough to bring in a guy who's likely going to be averaging 65 to 70 and bring it in for Matto who might also miss two games. So really tough. Yeah, I don't know I don't know what I'm going to do about Matto. I don't think I can get him this week. So 
Might be a round 14 problem. Obviously, if he misses selection in Origin 1, you're probably going to have to get him for round 14, aren't you? Well, I don't know. I Maybe. I, he's, he's priced. He's not value for his price now, and he definitely won't be value at his price at round 14, even if he, get, if he gets a 60 this week. So, uh, I mean, I'd, you could even wait potentially to round 18. I suppose. I mean, he could... His scores could drop off as well. Like that's not he has been really going well, but he you know, it's not inconceivable that he goes on a five round average of fifty five either. No. No, he's definitely he's definitely so hot right now. So I don't <laughs> I don't see his 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 scores that, mat- that, that he's getting Madison. at the moment. <laughs> at the moment I don't see that holding up. I think, you know, seventy average probably is more likely. Still. So what's he priced at? Seventy eight. Mm. Mm. Let's move into our uh, trades and captains for the week. Um, Tubes, I'll start with you. You mentioned Karaz and potentially a second row or front row replacement. Yeah, I'm having a look. Uh, could be doing Tavanga. Could be doing TPJ. Could be just doing to, Tohu just to, Harris. Just to wind me up. Um, looking at options, could do nothing. So definitely Karaz. Um, I'll be VCing Munster or Harry as I yep. um, already mentioned. And then I'll be looking at putting uh, the C on uh, a combination of Walker, Hines, or Tedesco. Unsure at this stage. I don't have Cleary, so I think he's a must. Oh, he's he's probably a captain choice for a lot this weekend yep. uh, in the matchups, but not yep. for me. I'll be a I'll, uh, good segue. I'll be having the C on Cleary, probably the VC Munster. Um, trades, I'll be doing Karaz in and either Tars or Vilea out and I will be doing Turbo out and I have no idea who I'm going to send Turbo to yet. So plenty of plenty of decisions. Why, to why don't you just about. do Turbo to Karaz and then just hold the rest and figure it out next week with your four trades? It's a trades. lot of money on your bench just doing nothing. Yeah, because I need the, I, I might, my, I've got it like, as you would um, – no tubes. My my squad is pretty thin. Like I ran pretty lean. Like I've got four nuffs. So I've got two nuffs in the mm. second row plus turb plus Burbo. So I've got three not NPRs in the second row. I've got an NPR in front row, and then I got yep. cheapies in center wing. So like I need I need I need to bring bring someone in mm. who's in my seventeen because I've got to, I've do, got to play I've got to play Tago and Suwali like every week at the moment. Could you do Turbo to Karaz and then one of your nuffs up to Madison? Yeah, so I could do that, and I've flirted with that already. Mm. Um, but the only thing is that that locks me into a big cost base there in Maddo, you know. And Pappy's going to be on the Pappenhausen's on the horizon. Like I could go Teddy to Pappenhausen in a few weeks. That's like yeah. an option. I, I I'd, I'd like that. At least you still got a got a dominant fullback in in Teddy there. So I'd be I'd be flirting with maybe bumping up one of your nuffs if you're getting rid of if you're dropping Turbo down to Karaz. Um, for me, I've got same as you. It's pretty easy this week. I think Munster VC for a big bounce back. Uh, Cleary, the steady safe ship for the captaincy. Uh, Karaz for Tass, and then floating around maybe maybe a Nat Butcher or a Madison in for for Yo. Uh, that's all. I've, I'm, I'm, I I kind of don't want to drop anyone else next week. So I wanted to touch on how many how many numbers are you looking at for playing in the first buy. Uh, me? 
Yeah, Matt. So if I do that trades this week where I only bring in one buy player in Karaz, um, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten at the moment, and then I'll probably bring in two next week. So twelve. I think that's a good number. I think twelve was a very. Decent that's what I've been number. budgeting for, like the whole way along. Mm. Tubes, how are you looking? Uh, I've got ten at the moment, and everything just really comes down to if I genuinely do want to switch to being a head-to-head player um, or if I yeah. keep chasing the glory of seeing how high in the rankings I can get from a 15,000. It is a hugely different strategy game. You yeah. can do it, but you have you to completely to. commit now to head-to-head and basically you don't well, care about I, Origin. I actually, you start I actually saving noticed, you're winning the head. You're winning our head-to-head league somehow. I'm, I'm, I'm the head-to-head man. I just need to <laughs> decide whether or not I commit to it for the for the rest of the year. However, um, is is fifteen thousandth your one of your best better ranks? Like, have you held no. fifteen thousandth a year? <laughs> I've come. I think my best is co- top two thousand. I think I came. I think I've top two thousand one year is probably my best. Gee, the that um, a ripper, that ripper, top, strive for t- t- top ten thousand. Your best ever, yeah. Well, doing so well, top fifteen. <laughs> Look, I've won a head-to-head, Dan. Uh, you've never won the overall, so it's <laughs> like I've won something. You've come third. Well done. Yeah, yeah. That was back when you didn't get any money for third prize as well. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, what you you what have you got? You've got eleven at the moment for the buy. No, no, I'm really low. I think I've got with this week getting Karazin. I think I've only got eight. So I'm I'm really low on trades, but I've got a quite a strong round seventeen side. So um, I'm kind of banking on max three trades next week um, for eleven players, maybe um, get only guns and maybe the really low r- rookies, and then then hopefully save a few trades because I'm pretty strong for round seventeen already through that through that buy period. I've got strong players for 17, but I'm not don't have strong numbers, but I think that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Quick game of who would you rather? Really quick this week. Uh Manu versus Garrick, round thirteen option. We've asked this one three weeks in a row. Um and it's still as relevant as ever. Yeah. Tube. It's switched. It's switched this week to Garrick's much less of an option. So Joey Manu. Yeah, agree. Joey Manu. And who would you sell for Karaz, Vilea or Tass? If if Vilea plays this week. Tass. I'd go Vilea, just to be different. Ooh. Would you really, or are you just saying that? I, I think it's I think it's tight. Yeah, I think Tass, if, if one more injury and he's there in center, he's going to make a bunch of cash, play that round 17. I'd much rather have Tass's round 17 four. score than Vele's round 13 score. Like That's all you're getting out of him for points-wise, yeah. right? You're getting one score from him. Yep. Uh so Tass could be a could be an option in your centre wing if if a lot go down you run out of trades later on as well and he's 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 getting well Tass surely Tass surely gets another game at some point yeah yeah I mean this negative. is it I'm I'm looking at him maybe as a buy back in if it, if so, if things change yeah so yeah I you know I'd probably go Vilea very good. Um, all right, that sees us out tonight, boys. Uh, we won't get to any questions tonight um, or no tirade tubes. We'll give you the week off. Um, really looking forward to another big week. Um, good luck with your trades and decisions to make and best of luck to our audience out there. Thank you very much, Dan. Yeah, thank you, Maddie. And thank you, tubes. You, Maddie.
we'll see uh we'll chat to everyone next week have a great weekend thanks guys